0: I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for TGIF July 22nd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech all in less than seven minutes.
1: Okay, Jay, so we know that our airports are a mess that the lines at the passport offices mean that you have to camp out for hours to get a passport. And I've got even worse news. There are 2.7 million applications waiting for the customs officials to review for Canadian immigration. What are your initial thoughts on that? Seems like a lot.
0: That is a big backlog and having someone who had to get while still waiting for something to come from the immigration office, the timelines
1: are long and opaque. Yeah. And it, so it's it's kind of made, there's a few kind of like second and third order consequences to this that are just a bit chaotic right now. And so obviously we have a number of refugees that are trying to get here from Afghanistan and Ukraine. And so it's really tough for them to get in touch with the red right official and have their applications processed, which isn't good for anyone. And then in a recent report by the Business Council of Canada, Canadian employers cited processing delays as the top barrier to recruiting international talent which i'm sure is not good for the economy especially as you know we need to fill jobs there are, are so many vacancies right now so anyways it's just it's it's crazy to see all the dysfunction within our institutions and we hope it gets fixed soon but it's it's the crazy fact that 2.7 million applications are are are, are in the backlog <laughs> yeah
0: it seems like we spend a lot of time talking about the chaos of our institutions in this case immigration we talk about the airport all the time I mean, it might have come up that telecommunications might be a problem in our country over the past couple of weeks. So I hope you get your papers, Jay. I hope I get my papers as well, uh, because it's a chaos crossing the border every single time. But aside from that massive backlog of 2.7 applications, what do we have for Peak Pals today?
1: We've got a great basket of stories for you today. For our first story, the new strong mayor systems are being proposed in Toronto and Ottawa. For our second story, Facebook is copying TikTok. And for our last story... We have a new trade adversary, Jay. It's Mexico. That means, you know know what that means? No more Cancun vacations. I hope that that's not true. Brett, for our first story,
0: Ontario wants Toronto and Ottawa's mayors to become the country's first strong mayors. And no, that does not mean that they need to hit the gym. Okay, Brett, so John Tory's not hitting the gym, but how is he going to get stronger? You think he could lift more than John Tory, Jay? No, John Tory is a big guy and I am a relatively small guy. So I, I think would say I, no. I,
1: just, I think the age alone, I could beat him on it. Look, here's what's happening. So Ontario plans to implement Canada's first strong mayor system. It's popular in both the U.S. and Europe, and it will give mayors of the two biggest cities more decision-making power. Here's how it works. It
0: depends on the city, actually, but mayors are given CEO-like influence, veto power, unilateral hiring and firing abilities, and heading up an executive branch.
1: Now, right now, Canadian cities use what we call a weak mayor system, where the mayor requires majority support from elected councillors to get most things done. Now, here's why it's happening. The government believes it would cut down on inefficiencies
0: and, in particular, help mayors fight the housing crisis by empowering them to fast
1: track the approval of new developments. However, checks and balances are lost in a strong mayor system. As for new housing, architecture expert Alex Bozakovich pointed out that mayors already have more than enough power to expand housing. They just need to do more with it. So Jay, why should Peak pals both in Ontario and across the country care about what they're doing in Toronto and with this new strong mayor system?
0: Well, in stating the strong mayor model is a global trend per the Globe and Mail, with Montreal, Vancouver, Winnipeg already showing some strong mayor tendencies. If it's adopted in Ontario, it could inspire other large Canadian cities to do the same and impact municipal politics throughout the country.
1: For our second story, Jay, remember uh, this is a message for our friends at Bite Dance in Shenzhen. Remember, imitation, especially from Facebook, is the highest form of flattery. Jay, it wasn't too long ago that I remember that Instagram Stories was a basic direct knockoff of Snapchat. but what's what's Facebook copying now? Well, Facebook parent company Meta has revamped the Facebook app to make
0: it feel a lot more like you're browsing TikTok, featuring a home tab with a feed of photos, looping videos, and status updates from your most active Facebook friends. Yeesh.
1: Yeah, you're probably still pretty active on Facebook, Jay. I, I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> They'll also show posts that Facebook thinks that you want to see. Piggybacking on the algorithm back quote unquote discovery trend that TikTok uses to curate viral videos and highly engaging feeds that don't will lie on a specific user's network, connections, or friends. And there's
0: good reason to copy them. TikTok has added hundreds of millions of users over the past few years and is the most used app in the world. That ain't bad. When meta executives noticed younger users were starting to migrate over, they introduced Reels, a short-form video production
1: identical identical to TikTok. It's definitely my most used app. and So meta is also shifting resources away from its news products to support more creators and Some sources say that news licensing deals struck with publishers over the past three years and roughly worth around $90 million, that they won't be renewed. And here's why it matters,
0: Brett. Meta is also shifting resources away from its news products to support more creators. And some sources say news licensing deals struck with publishers over the past three years worth like over $90 million, they just won't be renewed. And for our last story, within hours of each other, Canada and the U.S. launched trade complaints against Mexican energy policies that are unfairly excluding foreign firms under the Canada-U.S.-Mexico trade agreement. But at first it was the Kiwis. I think it was related to milk or cheese. Now the Mexicans are a trade adversary. What is making us so mad at our
1: friends to the south? I'm trying to think about what I could do without more. Uh, Kiwi dairy or Mexican oil? Probably the Kiwi dairy. We got great dairy here, Jay. Look, both companies highlight Mexico's preferential treatment of state-owned electricity and oil companies CFE and Pemex, which allegedly violate the USMCA, or what we're now calling the CUSMA to put Canada in front, but I'm going to go back to the USMCA (laughs) because it sounds better, regarding market access investment in state-owned enterprises. The
0: main point of contention are regulations that give Pemex more lenient environmental standards than other companies and electricity laws that prioritize CFE's power generation over that of private
1: competitors. Now, protectionist policies mean that Canadian and U.S. private firms have not been granted access promised to them by the USMCA, which in particular has had an outsized negative impact on the development of clean energy in Mexico. So, Jake. We've been talking about energy a lot lately, and why should Canadians care about our new trade war with the the Mexicans? Well, Canadian firms have some $13 billion worth of investments or planned investments
0: in Mexican infrastructure, with over $5 billion alone in renewable energy. That money is doing
1: a whole lot of nothing if Canadian firms can't even get through the door. And here's what's next in this whole dispute. So under the USMCA rules, the parties involved have 75 days to find a solution to the dispute. Now, if one cannot be found, a panel can be requested to review the claims, and a final judgment will be handed down. I feel like we've been talking about the USMCA a lot recently, and I remember we really dug into this when it was first being negotiated. So it's fun to kind of get back into that knowledge archive, Jay. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to. And only. Daily Canadian business news podcast in the country get a second one at follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review and if you want more peak make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com and as always thanks to dale richardson and 306 media productions for producing this episode
0: thank you dale and thank you brett and brett have a good weekend thanks you too